Hey guys, welcome to the Truth For Youth podcast. The podcast that is dedicated to bringing you biblical truth, not my opinion, not the opinion of the world, not twisted lies and half-truths, but the actual biblical truth. So we are very, very close to, to Christmas, man. We are a couple days away. It is crazy to think about how fast this year has gone by, man. Uh, every year I say I don't think it can get faster, and it does. It's kind of scary. Uh, you young people, you're probably not, I uh, don't have a clue what I'm talking about because for you, it takes forever, right? But as you get older, it seems like it goes quicker and quicker. But anyways, that's besides the point, man. It is Christmas. That's awesome. That is the best season, in my opinion. Now, that's my opinion. By far, it is my favorite season. Uh, and I hope you all enjoy Christmas. I hope you have a blessed Christmas. I hope you actually listened to my previous podcast that talked about Christmas not being about you, not being about the gifts that you want, not being about the presents that you hope Santa or your parents are going to give you, right? That's not what Christmas is about. It is about Jesus Christ. It is about the birth of our Savior, which I think you realize that and you know that deep down. But now sometimes we forget, sometimes we get distracted and we lose focus and we tend to uh, just want what's good for us or what's pleasing to us or what's best for us. And we don't think about maybe God. We don't think about others, maybe our parents or family members or other people that are in need that could probably use some of our help or assistance or prayers. So today, I think I mentioned this in the last podcast that I wanted to read the birth narrative, okay? The, the story of Jesus. And obviously, there's multiple accounts of Jesus's birth, but I'm going to read the one in Luke. Uh, it's probably not the most common one, um, but it's one that I want to read because there's a passage that I want to focus on in there. All right, so beginning in Luke chapter 2, and this is being read from the Good News Translation. Uh, it starts out and it says, that At that time, the Emperor Augustus ordered a census to be taken throughout the Roman Empire. Verse 4, Joseph went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to the town of Bethlehem in Judah, the birthplace of King David. Now, Joseph went there because he was a descendant of David. He went to register with Mary, who he was promised in marriage. She was pregnant, and while they were in Bethlehem, the time came for her to have a baby. And she gave birth to her first son wrapped him in clothes, and laid him in a manger. There was no room for them to stay in the inn. There were some shepherds in that part of the country who were spending the night in the fields, taking care of the flocks. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone over them. And they were terribly afraid. But the angel said to them, Don't be afraid. I am here with good news for you, which will bring great joy to all people. This very day in David's town, your Savior was born, Christ the Lord. And this is what will prove it to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying 
in a manger. And suddenly a great army of heaven's angels appeared with the angel and began singing praises to God. Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those whom he is pleased. And when the angels went away from, the, from, the, uh, from them and back to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us. So they hurried off and they found Mary and Joseph and saw a baby lying in the manger. And when the shepherds saw him, they told them what the angel had said about the child. All who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said. And Mary remembered all these things and thought deeply about them. The shepherds went back singing praises to God for all they had heard and they had seen. And it had been just as the angel had told them. About a week later, the time came for the baby to be circumcised and he was named Jesus. The name which the, uh, which the angel had given him before he had been conceived. And I'm going to stop there. Um, man, to think about that and to reflect on that. The Lord, the God of the universe, who comes in the form of baby Jesus. He comes and he is born to humanity. And even just the details, right? You have Joseph and Mary pledged to be married, right? So they had not consummated their marriage, right? They had not had, they have not slept together yet. So Mary is in fact a virgin. David is engaged to her, which there is a lot during this time the engagement was a lot more significant. It wasn't just like today's uh, in today's time an engagement. Yes, it's serious, but people break off engagements all the time. Okay, it's, it's not that big of a deal. And in fact, it's actually a great thing to break off the engagement before the marriage, right? Because once you get married, then there's divorces and, you know, it's beneficial. Well, here engagement was pretty much official. I mean, it was pretty much a done deal at this time. Um, they just hadn't gone through the ceremony. So it was a big deal if they had split up at this point. Um, and, and, you know, the angel had appeared to Joseph. This is all kind of pre the passage that I read. Um, he had appeared to him. He had told Joseph. Joseph, you know, was obviously discouraged at first, but he ultimately loved God and believed the angel and ultimately um, went through with the marriage, right, and, and became Jesus's earthly father. So here we see they get this census. They're supposed to be going to, um, to Bethlehem. They were from Nazareth. Jesus, um, Joseph, who went from Nazareth, that's where you have Jesus of Nazareth, but they went to Bethlehem. That's where the baby is born, right? That was the birthplace of King David. Again, the lineage, King David, it was supposed to be, the Savior was supposed to be coming from him. Um, so that's where they go. They go down there to, to get registered for the census. Then Mary has the baby. They don't have a place, right? So that's why the baby is born in um you know, basically a cave, okay? I think, you know, we have the idea of you see the little manger scene and it's this nice little manger and some think of it a barn and all that. But really, with 
With today's uh, ability to go and analyze is probably more than likely was a cave, right? That was kind of what they used at time to shelter. But anyways, the baby's lying in a manger and that's how the shepherds were told to go find this baby that's in a manger and was kind of led there. But one of the, the key passages that I really wanted to look at is this heavenly host, okay? These, these angels, this, this great heaven, um, heavenly crowd, okay? They're, they are anxiously awaiting the birth of Jesus. And you get the birth of Jesus, and then this great army, it says, okay? These heavenly hosts, these angels appeared, and they begin to sing praises to God, They are singing glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom he is pleased. So they are praising God. Why are they praising God? Because God has now made a way for humans, for everybody on earth that choose to, right, choose to accept Jesus. They can now be in a right relationship. They can now have this peace that is talked about. They can now spend eternity with their heavenly Father, with their Creator. So God is receiving the glory because He has done this great thing. He has made a way. He has sent them a Savior because humans failed, right? We, we sinned. We messed up. We need a Savior to save us. We can't save ourselves, We've sinned. We're imperfect. The only way was a perfect sacrifice, a perfect human being, and that is Jesus. So here you have these angels that are praising God. They are singing praises to Him, and they say, glory to God, right? So praise God. So again, as we are in this Christmas season, we are to remember to praise God, to thank God. God, that we have salvation because of the birth of Jesus. And then it goes on to say, peace on earth to those whom he is pleased. So he's saying you can have peace, not just a particular person or group of people, not just the Israelites, but everybody can have peace. If, right, the if, you accept Jesus. It doesn't cost you money. You know, you don't have to go sacrifice your child or you go, go sacrifice your body on an altar. No, you just simply give your life. You, you dedicate who you are, your being, to God, right? You live for Him. You live by His commandments. You live by His, uh, the way He wants you to live, which is a good moral life, really. I mean, there's more to it than that, but I'm just saying it's not like you got to go do crazy things. You're not breaking the law. You're, you're literally being a great human being by living up to what God wants you to be. Makes sense, right? Because he's the creator of, of humans. He's the creator of culture. We have twisted culture. We have broken culture, but he knows how to make it right. So he knows the best way for humans to live. And if we'll live that way, there will be peace, <laughs> And if we don't have the peace on earth, because look, we, we live in a broken world, right? So we're not going to have peace with governments, with our country, with uh, maybe certain individuals. You may not have peace with your family right now, but he's saying you want an internal peace. You want an eternal peace as well. So you can have the peace within, which I'm telling you, if you are 
struggling and you don't have peace, you're, you're, you're battling maybe your conscience or your decisions or your past or anxiety about the future, then you need to turn to Jesus and He can give you that peace. You're not going to get it from the world. You're not going to get it from counseling. You're not going to get it from drugs. You're not going to get it from a boyfriend or girlfriend or from partying or from money. You're only going to get that peace, that true peace from Jesus Christ. When you give your life to Him and give it fully, and then you know He's ultimately in control. And no matter what happens, how bad life gets, you can have this peace. That is what the angels are saying. Now you can have peace, a peace that surpasses anybody's full grasp, right? We, like, I don't even grasp. I can't fully grasp the peace that God is extending to me and that I have because of the salvation that I get through Jesus Christ because I have accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Now I get this peace eternally forever and ever and ever. When I'm dead and gone from this earth, I will have a peace that no one can take away from me that Jesus provides forever and ever and ever. And that's what these angels are celebrating because they know that is what is happening. And then an angel tells the shepherds this, and they too respond in the same way, right? Like, so they're, they're showing us, the angels are showing us, and the shepherds are showing us, this is how we celebrate Christmas. This is how we are supposed to go about this holiday season. Again, gifts are great. Spending time with family is great. Watching the ball games and, and you know, eating good food. All that is great that you get to do at Christmas, or I hope you get to do those things at Christmas. But that is not the true meaning, right? We don't need to take that away. We need to appreciate what Christmas is all about. It's not about us. It is about what? Giving glory to God because He has done something amazing for us by giving us that opportunity to have peace. And can you imagine thousands upon thousands and maybe millions chanting this, singing this, glory to God in the highest of heaven and peace on earth to those whom He is pleased. Who is he pleased with, guys? He's pleased with everyone who accepts Jesus as Lord and Savior. And that is everybody that has the opportunity to do that. It's not just a certain people group. It's not a certain race, certain color, certain status, certain money. It is anybody that has breath right now has the ability to have this peace. You can be pleased. God can be pleased with you. And that, my friends, should give you a peace this Christmas season that no one can take away, no matter what happens. If you have a disaster earthly Christmas, which again, I'm praying and hoping you do not, but if you do, you can still have this peace that Jesus talks about that will last a lifetime and beyond. <laughs> it lasts eternity. Man, I am so grateful that we serve a God that loves us despite our shortcomings. Um, I fail. I fail a lot. I know you guys fail because you're human, and you probably fail often, again, because you're human. We should thank God that He still loves us, that He gives us this grace. He wants us to have a life of 
fulfillment of peace. Um, it won't always happen, but he wants that for you. But you have to search for that. You have to search for him. You have to accept him. You have to be obedient to him if you truly want his full blessings. And this is not a prosperity you know, message. It's simply if you want the blessings of God, which sometimes that means just means peace. You need to be obedient. You need to be seeking the life that he has for you, not the life that you're trying to live for your own sake or for the world, because there's plenty of that out there. Be different. Be special. Be a follower of Christ, living to the standards that he wants for you. Guys, I hope you have a wonderful, blessed, merry, merry Christmas and a happy new year. And I'll catch you guys. Um, I shall probably do one before the new year. We'll see. This is, uh, this is the last podcast in Venice, Florida, guys. I am moving in the morning full-time to Alabama for this next chapter of life. <clears throat> um, bittersweet. You know, sad to leave. Great relationships here. Great family, uh, extended family and people here. But ultimately, God has got a new chapter for us in Alabama, and so we're excited about that chapter. If you have not, man, catch up with us on our vlogs. I'm a little behind on that, but you can kind of see how God is working and the transitions that we're going through in our life and about this new move and see what's going on in the life of my family. So check that out, Murph Squad on YouTube. You'll see the Murph Squad family vlogs and documentary there. And follow along, man. Give us a subscribe. Watch some of the episodes. Share them. Same thing with the podcast, guys. If you get value, share it. If you have not left reviews, man, go to, go to iTunes. Leave a quick review. I would greatly appreciate that. And uh, guys, I appreciate your love. I appreciate your dedication and listening. Let's keep it rolling. We'll catch you in the next episode. All right, guys. Peace out.